S. This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. Gorgeous day in the borough. Hope everybody had a great uh, Labor Day weekend. And Tissue's football team had a Good Labor Day weekend. They win their season opener, fifty to fifteen over Monmouth. Okay, they, they didn't beat Juggernaut by any stretch, but Monmouth was ranked thirteenth in the country in FCS, and the Blue Raiders went out and took care of business. Pretty good game for a half, uh, but Middle scored via offense, defense. Special teams. Um, all in all, a good win. Um, things you were looking for, quarterback situation. Bailey Hockman, 17 out of 22. 215 yards, three touchdowns. Pretty efficient. Uh, Jalen Lane, a newbie. Four receptions, 91 yards, a touchdown, a 70-yard punt return. And Teldrick Ross, seven tackles and a 44-yard interception return. Only rushed for 86 yards. Kind of really tell how effective they were because with getting all them other touchdowns, uh, took away some drives that they would have had. But on the board, and um, I think he'll take that. Okay. Um, this week, the Blue Raiders go to Virginia Tech which knocked off uh, number 10 North Carolina last week, prompting Mac Brown to say his team was overrated. But Virginia Tech looked pretty good. Watched them. And uh, that'll be a tough assignment for the Blue Raiders. Other games last week in Conference USA. You had FIU 48, Long Island 10, Western Kentucky 59, UT Martin 21, Wake Forest, 42, Old Dominion, 10. Charlotte, 31, Duke, 28. Arkansas, 38, Rice, 17. Marshall, 49, Navy, 7. Mississippi State, 35, La Tech, 34. Louisiana Tech really let that one get away from them. They were up three touchdowns. Mississippi State came back and answered, and then Louisiana Tech got it down there for a game-winning field goal. Couldn't tell if it got maybe tipped just a little bit, but they lose by a point. Uh, South Alabama was 31-13 over Southern Miss. Texas San Antonio beat Illinois 37-30. Florida 35, FAU 14, and UTEP beat Bethune-Cookman 38-28. So UTEP is now 2-0. They played the, the week before. So, all right, uh, this week, if I can get my schedule right here, I know Middle's at MTSU's at Virginia Tech, UTEP is at Boise State, uh, Western Kentucky's at Army, UAB is at Georgia. Ooh, what a game that was. Georgia Southern at FAU, a little Sunbelt Conference USA matchup. Sunbelt got the advantage last week with South Alabama. 
all over Southern Miss. Gardner Webb uh, at Charlotte, North Carolina Central at Marshall, North Texas at SMU, Houston at Rice, Texas State at FIU, another Sunbelt CUSA matchup, Grambling at Southern Miss. Southeastern Louisiana, just Southeastern is what they go by now. Uh, La Tech and Hampton at Old Dominion. Six FCS teams. Last week beat FBS teams. So, uh, there you go. All right, um... Now, let's look at middle schedule. Excuse me, don't don't know if you heard me cough or not. I have a cough button that I can hit, and I had to hit it. Um, middle at Virginia Tech. Okay, underdog. All right, then the next week, middle goes to San Antonio. San Antonio. Okay, they just beat Illinois. Power five win. Then they go to Charlotte. They just beat Duke, a Power 5 win. Then you come home to Marshall. Pick to win the division. And then you got to go to Liberty. I mean, if they do not play at a high level, there's a chance they could come out of that 1-5. And they could even play pretty well. Um, that's a pretty that's a gauntlet right there I mean because you've got to look and assume you're an underdog in every one of those games without a doubt okay then it eases up you go to UConn okay Randy Etzel uh, was asked to retire yesterday they changed their mind he was going to finish out the season uh, they were one of the six victims to the FCS. They got blown out by Holy Cross. Um, it's funny. Years ago, MTSU went up there and played Connecticut. Middle was young in the infancy stages of its um, <coughs> going to 1A. UConn was about to do it. Middle wins something like 60-7. to seven. And Randy Etzel, their coach, um, in his press conference, thanked Coach McCollum for not um, running the score up. That's how bad it could have got. And what was amazing is that everybody up there in the press box, they were raving at how fast of a team MTSU was. Team speed, they were talking when really, quite frankly, Middle was not that fast of a team. But he brought them into the 1A, and they had some good years. Good enough years to where he parlayed that to go to um, Maryland as the head coach. That was after MTSU had beaten Maryland twice when Ralph Regent was the coach. Well, that didn't work out in Maryland, so he goes back to UConn, but he never really revived the program at all. So he's gone. So you got to feel good about that one if you're middle. Then you got Southern Miss. I think it's a winnable game at Western. Winnable game. FIU at home. Winnable game. Old Dominion. Winnable game. And then at FAU to end the season. Don't know. We'll kind of get a better gauge of FAU as, you know, they got beat by Florida over the weekend, so. We'll just have to, you know, as time goes on, you can evaluate opponents. But certainly the next five games, middle's underdogs. And, of course, um, one, three of them are on the road. And then you got Marshall at home. That'd be, yeah, no. One, two. Yeah, there, there are three straight games at home. I mean, on the road for their next five. Only game at home is family weekend. Uh, blackout game on October 2nd. So that schedule's pretty messed up, to be quite frank with you. 
All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Make yourself look 10 years younger at McCabe Vision Center. Dr. Craig McCabe. Laser procedures that get rid of brown splotches and red marks on our face look 10 years younger at McCabe Vision Center. And even scar tissue removal and stretch mark improvement look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive behind SunTrust Bank. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Did you know that Demas's now can cater events? We can ship most of our pastas and we can deliver it to your door. If you're interested in our catering, you can go to demasesrestaurants.com and click on the menus on catering to see what options we have available for your next event. Demas's Family Restaurants. Go to demasesrestaurants.com. Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All right. Alabama looks like Alabama, don't they? Just some different names on the shirts jerseys boy what a what a old school game Clemson and Georgia was I know the Bulldog fans are happy they should be their defense was out of this world Clemson's quarterback looked deer in headlights they couldn't protect him but man there were some hard hits in that game I told some of my Georgia friends you're still going to have to score and their offense only produced one field goal. You play Alabama, you're going to have to score points. But, boy, that defense, it was rocking. Um, Penn State, nice win at uh, Wisconsin. <coughs> uh, Iowa walloped Indiana, a Big Ten opener. Michigan State looked good. Michigan looked pretty good, but they lost that Ronnie, um, I can't think of his name, (coughs) to an injury for the year. He's probably the fastest guy on their team. Um, But Alabama, my gosh. Notre Dame, whoo, had a sweat one out in overtime at Florida State. They led, what, 38-20? Went to overtime. Um... And then um, last night, Ole Miss, boy, did they look impressive. You know, I don't know how good Louisville's going to be. They're not dogs. Um, but, I mean, they look – I mean, they've got great athletes. And, boy, the quarterback has really matured for uh, Ole Miss and their defense. They came with an attitude. I don't think I've ever – I don't know how many people you watched it. But there were, in the first half alone, four players ejected for the, you know, legal contact to the head. 
targeting. I don't think I've ever seen that many in a game. That, but from that end, it was pretty sloppy. And I think they got all the calls right. You know, sometimes you're a bad luck on that. Quarterback slides down as you're going to tackle him. You end up hitting him. You know, you're a victim of bad luck. But um, certainly Ole Miss, they look very good. You know, you got the balls. Who won their first game. Uh, you don't get any style points for it. Either win or lose. Kind of like middle. And you know what? You could be um, wearing your – Commodore's hat today, wonder what in the heck is going on here. Uh, we'll we'll delve into the doors a little more uh, when Larry Woody joins us here in a few minutes. But I I'm um oh, twenty three to three to East Tennessee. That's why I said when you play those schools, you better beat them. You know, I mean, because MTSU played a team a lot better at FC. FCS team a lot better than ETSU, I do believe. Um, and they took care of their business. But, you know, that's the scary part. Uh, we've seen middle over the years not take care of their business against uh, 1AA. And I still refer to 1AA uh, when it's been FCS forever. But 1AA kind of juggles the memory a little bit that that was the level – that MTSU played at, and they have scheduled some of those schools. Uh, Southeast Missouri State, SEMO, comes to mind when they came in here and just handled middle. You know, McNeese State. You know, although McNeese State, you know, they could handle a lot of non-Power Fives. But that's the scary thing of playing them. You, you schedule a win, you win. I think Vandy plays at Colorado State this week, and they got walloped uh, last week by, um, was it South Dakota State or South Dakota? I can't remember which one. Let me look here. I've got too many cheat sheets today. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here are the FCS wins over um, the um, group of five or the non-group. East Tennessee, 23, Vandy, 3. Holy Cross, 38. Yukon, 28. Montana, 13. Number 20, Washington, 7. If you play them, you better beat them. South Dakota State, 42. The Jackrabbits. Colorado State, 23. UC Davis, 19. Tulsa, 17. And Eastern Washington, 35, UNLV, 33. So if you play these teams again, I repeat, you got to beat them. Tennessee's got Pitt at home this week. I think that's going to be a much better litmus test to where Tennessee's at. Um, they're not Milton's not going to be able to just sit there back like a statue and throw the ball all over the place. Um, that's not going to happen. Uh, Vanderbilt at Colorado State. Um, Washington at Michigan. Texas at Arkansas. Iowa at Iowa State. Iowa State had a close game for a long time against Northern Iowa. They always do. Uh, you can get this one here. South Carolina at East Carolina. You know, East Carolina was in Conference USA a while when middle first got in uh east carolina is favored by two points in that game texas a&m at colorado nc state at mississippi state i think nc state's favored in that probably should be after the way mississippi state looked last week and you've got missouri at kentucky those are some of the games on tap uh, for this week. So, all right. High school football. Very interesting. Um, we had uh, Rockvale 14, Seagull 7. So, Rockvale's already equaled its uh, win total 
from the previous two years. Uh, Oakland at Stewart's Creek. Of course, that was canceled. Hopefully, Creek can get back playing this week. Smyrna 24, Hillsboro 7. Laverne at Antioch canceled. Clarksville Academy 27, MTCS 24. Mm, Cougars, bad luck the last two weeks. Eagleville 8, Moore County 7. Two-run homer in the top of the ninth. Actually, uh, Moore County led that game um, 7 nothing at the half. Um, Eagleville got a safety, then scored later in the fourth. Went for two and didn't get it, hung on, and won 8-7. to seven. And finally, Riverdale 49, Blackman 18. The backyard brawl. Ooh. That's um that's bad. That was bad. Riverdale had what two pick sixes. Alex Mitchell's got three for the year. Actually he had two himself. He's got three pick sixes. I'm with their coach. I don't know why more bigger schools are not um uh looking at him. This week, Laverne at Smyrna, Shelbyville at Riverdale, Lebanon at Siegel. Beacon Hill, Virginia at Oakland. This Beacon Hill team, they don't play anybody in the state. Evidently, it's a collection of homeschool kids around the Richmond, Virginia area, and they go out of state and play every week. They have been outscored 113 to nothing. Uh, I think Oakland's JV will get a lot of work this week. Blackman at Summit, defending 5A champ. They're now in 6A. Uh, Stewart's Creek at Franklin, Lincoln County at Rockville, Eagleville at Gordonsville, and Mount Juliet Christian at MTCS. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. Ah! <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Still not too bad right now as far as interstate accidents. Now, there's still tons of radar out here up and down the interstate. I-24 as you continue out towards Manchester especially. Hey, Oktoberfest and Obergatlinburg, it's happening uh, September 24th through October 31st. Log on to Obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Once a fear weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. So you should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. You've seen the ads out there. Companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together, to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the 
championship. Your source for the big blue and the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start out with Blue Raider football. Middle Tennessee went out and played a very good 1AA team and did what they were supposed to do. They got a 50-15 to win at Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. The Blue Raiders scored in all three phases of the game, obviously on offense. The Blue Raiders got uh, a, a pick six and also got a punt return for a touchdown. Uh, overall, the Blue Raiders had 337 total yards of offense. So to get 50 points and with just 337 yards, it was a very efficient night offensively for uh, Monmouth they were held to just 274 total yards the Blue Raiders 248 uh, passing yards 89 on the ground the Blue Raiders did have seven penalties in the game, and afterwards, Coach Rick Stockstall talked about uh, wanting to clean up uh, penalties, in particular, a couple that were uh, in the the kicking game. The Blue Raiders, with 89 yards rushing, if you wanted to uh, look for bones and ice cream, to be a little more effective uh, in the traditional run game, but uh, the Blue Raiders did see a lot of different running backs in the football game, um, so it is uh, that one's in the books now, and Middle Tennessee turns its attention to Virginia Tech, and Virginia Tech got a uh, seventeen to ten win over uh, number tenth ranked North Carolina last week at Lane Stadium in Blacksburg. It'll be the first uh, time for Middle to go to Blacksburg, first time to play Virginia Tech. They were supposed to have played last year in Murfreesboro, but that game uh, obviously went off the schedule due to ACC scheduling during COVID-19. So it will be an interesting matchup. Game time is 1 o'clock on Saturday. That is 1 o'clock Central Time. We'll have our broadcast beginning at 11.30 a.m. with our countdown to kickoff. Now, uh, in our tailgate show, coming up tonight, we do have Rick Stocks to live. Uh, we were normally scheduled for Monday nights, but the Boulevard, the host site for the show, was not open yesterday, so moved to today and moved to 7 o'clock to fit Coach Rick Stockstill's uh, practice schedule. We'll be joined uh, by uh, Bill Roth, the longtime radio voice of uh, Virginia Tech. He'll be doing this weekend's game on television. All right, let's go to soccer. Senior Peyton DePriest permanently etched her name into the Conference USA record books on Sunday as she became the Conference USA all-time leader in career goals scored during the Blue Raiders' impressive 3-1 victory over Houston Baptist uh, at Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium on Sunday afternoon. Middle is now 3-2-1 and earned their second straight victory over the Huskies. The uh, Blue Raiders outshot Houston Baptist 17 to 14 while the club's tied for shots on target with five apiece. All right, women's golf graduate student Sophie Burke set a program record 54 hole total of 205 on Monday, leading the way for Middle Tennessee women's golf as they closed out the USA Intercollegiate, hosted by the University of South Alabama, and finishing in third place. Men's golf tied for fourth at the Island Resort Intercollegiate in Bark River, Michigan. The Blue Raiders closed out that tournament, led by a top 10 performance from Kevin Jeggers, who finished tied for fourth at the par 72 7,375-yard Sage Run golf course. All right, uh, that is it for today. Don't forget, Rick Stocks to live tonight uh, on this Tuesday night, 7 o'clock at the Boulevard. Hope you'll come by and join us. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report. Brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert, and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel, and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back.
Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. The next time you buy a cart full of groceries, make a car payment, or write that big mortgage check, ask yourself, what would my family do if I wasn't there to buy those groceries, make that payment, or write that check? If you didn't like the answer, ask me about life insurance and start getting some answers that you will like. Welcome to that place where doing it for them meets doing it today. Get started by contacting me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel, at 931-684-5274. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. We're now going to be joined by Larry Woody, longtime sports writer, author, and columnist. Larry, what's up today? Well, like I said, Monday before we were on the air, I'm like most old people. I, I sit around with my friends and we reminisce, rem, reminisce about how great things used to be. So you're not quite there yet, Monty, but you'll, you'll catch us someday. But no, it, it's been, a, been a, 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 a good weekend sports-wise over, uh, overall and uh, at this day and time, Monty, it's, it's, with everything going on in, in the country and around the world, it's nice to get back to, to some sports, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You know, um, MTSU, you know, they opened up with Monmouth, and I know even I was kind of scoffed at Monmouth back in the summer until I actually uh, took my foot out of my mouth and did some research on them. They were ranked 13th in the country in their division, you know, 1AA, and middle. It was a close game for a half, and middle went out and took care of their business i mean that was a game you know for middle they had to win because they're going to be an underdog in their next five and four of their next five are away so the schedule makers didn't do them a lot of favors but um that was a game middle really needed to win yeah you're right monty not only needed to win but but win impressively and they did you know they put up some points and uh, as you know fans like offense this day and time and I just saw the highlights I didn't get I didn't watch the game I just saw the highlights but based on the highlights middle's offense really looked impressive and as you say Monmouth you know that's one of those teams you kind of dismiss but they're a they're a legit football team and uh, for middle to to pull away like they did and 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 that kind of a wide open offense but at least a productive offense uh, that that was a a good sign for middle and again that that was the game they, they had to win and uh, and and looked impressive doing it. So I, I thought I thought you could check both those off middles uh, list of things to do. So a good good start for the Blue Raiders. And the reward this week's go to Virginia Tech, who just beat um, North Carolina, prompting Mac Brown to say, "Well, we were overrated." Now, I know you and Watson were big buddies back in the day. Have you had many dealings? Do you know Mac pretty well? I did. I actually got to know Mac really well. Uh, uh, during his, his skips around. In fact, I remember, Monty, I, I was the Vandy beat writer when Vandy played, played Tulane. Watson was coaching Vandy, and Mac was coaching Tulane. And uh, the, their grandfather, Jelly Watson, the legendary old coach from, from Putman County, Jelly was torn, uh, divided in his loyalties. The game was played at, at, in New Orleans at Tulane. And, and Jelly Watson, uh, uh, Jelly Brown, the, uh, the, their grandfather, showed up at the game, and he had a, a cap with two bills on it. The, fur, the front of the cap said Vandy, and the back of the cap said Tulane. And Jelly said when, when the Mac and, and Tulane had the ball, he'd turn the cap around for Tulane, and when Watson and Vandy got the ball, he'd turn it around to Vandy. But, uh, no, that, I, I thought the world of both Brown brothers. I, I was really, really close to Watson even before my, our, our five years working together at Vanderbilt. And then, Mac, you talk about a, a, a good guy and a class act and a heck of a football coach, uh, uh, <clears throat> Mac Brown. Both those, both, both uh, Mac and Watson are just uh, just super class acts. And you always wonder, and, and Mac and I talked about this, about this many times, uh, Monty, what if the tables had been turned and and Mac had gone, say, to Vanderbilt, and Watson had gone to some places where he had a chance to rebuild? Mac had always said he thought Watson was probably the better coach of the two of them, but 
Max, and it by Max on admission, he said, "I was lucky in my career. I, I went to places that were had had the resources to, to to succeed." And Watson seemed like he just the opposite. Seemed like he would go to places could succeed. And Mac Mac begged Watson not to go to Vanderbilt. He said, "Watson, if you go to Vanderbilt, uh, you know that that's a that's a coaching graveyard." But he was lured, lured there by big boosters and, and frankly, maybe a little ego, too, and it was his alma mater. You know, Watson was close to Vanderbilt, so a lot of factors. But uh, that, that's a long answer, Monty. Did, did I know Mac Brown? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, I do know Mac, and uh, he's one of my favorite people in sports. Well, you know, of course, he was at North Carolina originally and had good years and then went to Texas, won a national championship when he had Bench Young there, and then he – went into the broadcast booth where I really enjoyed him. Um, and then, of course, now back at Carolina, he's done a great job there again. The only thing I ever had against Mac Brown, Monty, we were at a, at a, a Sugar Bowl party in New, in, in New Orleans one, one New Year's Eve. I'd always Bowl, and, and my wife, Mary Frances, was there in her evening gown with her, her diamonds and furs like, I, like all sports writers' wives wear. And, uh, and Mac Brown was there in his, in his tux, all decked out, you know, dashing young football coach. And he kept wanting to dance with Mary Frances. So other than that, I, I, I didn't have anything against Mac Brown. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm serious. He's a, he's a super guy. Both, both Watson and Brown, I didn't know the other brother at all. He wasn't, you know, that active in sports. But Watson and Brown, they are, they're, are class acts and, uh, and uh, heck of a, I think I still think Monty Watson was a great offensive coach. He just never got in a position where he had the talent to show what he could do. But uh, no, I'm 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 proud to call call both of them my friends. Um, well, speaking of Vanderbilt, ooh, that's a tough one. You know, I, my my I've been pounding my fist today. <coughs> um, if you play. Somebody below your level, you got to beat him. And poor Vanderbilt just got really taken to the woodshed by East Tennessee. That, that was an ugly, ugly win, Monty. And uh, man, you're right. If you're going to schedule a, a, a cupcake, you better you better eat the cupcake and not let the cupcake eat you. And man, ETSU again. I just see the game. I couldn't find it on TV anywhere. I just watched uh, the highlights. <laughs> well, I don't know if highlights is a term or not. I watched <laughs> some of the the. the uh, replays and uh, man, it wasn't a fluke. It looked like ETSU just came out and and like I say, beat him with an ugly stick. That was a, a terrible, terrible start on what's probably going to be a terrible, terrible season. That's uh, poor old Vandy. I just don't think they got a chance, Monty. They're, like we said, they, Vandy has a, a, about as much business being in the SEC as I, I would belonging to Brentwood Country Club and hanging out with all those multimillionaire rich people. I'd, I'd be out of place just like Vandy's out of place. But, of course, that doesn't excuse losing to somebody like East Tennessee now. You know, if, they, if that had happened against Alabama, Georgia, Florida, somebody, you'd say, well, that's, you know, that was expected. But, man, to come out and get a, get a whipping like they did at home against uh, East Tennessee State, that was, uh, that was a pretty, pretty glum, gloomy start to uh, what's going to be, a, I'm afraid, a gloomy season. You know, Vanderbilt has gotten out, and they're saying the right things. You know, we're, we support football. You know, they're going to do the facility upgrades and things like that. That's a great idea, but it's, 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 a, it's too long in the making. I mean, the, their leadership – I mean, the, the Vandy problem just didn't pop up. I mean, it, it was there when you were the beat writer. It's a, it's a 40-year ordeal going over, on over there, isn't it? Uh, actually, about a 50-year ordeal, Monty. I remember when I was, even before I was a beat writer, uh, I, I talked to Art Gepp, a former Vandy coach, and I, I thought Art Gepp put it best. And he's and he's been this quote's been used a million times. He said, "The trouble with Vanderbilt is they want to be Harvard uh, six days a week and Alabama on Saturday." <laughs> and I, I think Gepp put it best. Uh, and that's not, to, and maybe Vanderbilt's doing it right. It's it, you know they, they have they have student athletes while most schools have have uh, have athlete students and uh you know maybe maybe van just doing it right you know emphasizing education and, and that kind of stuff but whatever it is it's the, the formula is it's not working and they're just out of they're out of their league literally and figuratively but then that still doesn't understand when they get somebody like an east tennessee state at home 
they, they can't beat them either. I mean, they look, look terrible. So it's a it's a mess out on West End, and the new coach is already you know the, already, the grumbling has started. They're one thing, one game into his into his Vanderbilt career, and the and the, the, the you know the, the grumbling and the rumbling has already started. It's going to I'm afraid it's going to be a even more of a disaster, Monty, um, than some of us had, had thought going into the season. You listen to All Sports Talk. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Uh, again, we're joined today by Larry Woody. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. Did you know I can make noise with my left eye? <laughs> I, 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 I was I trying did. to get it on the microphone. <laughs> oh, you did. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Still not too bad right now as far as interstate accidents. Now, there's still tons of radar out here up and down the interstate. I-24 as you continue out towards Manchester especially. Hey, Oktoberfest and Obergatlberg, it's happening uh, September 24th through October 31st. Log on to Obergatlberg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. You know, and, and being open-minded to things and looking back when Derek Mason was there, you know, um, they had that contract still going on with MTSU. And, you know, Middle had owned that series. And, you know, to Mason's credit, um, they beat Middle every time under him. Uh, he knew it was an important game. Uh, he scheduled TSU. I mean, he won, you know, I know he didn't win enough, but he he won a lot of those games he was supposed to win. And, and you know, you look, I mean, you know, if Middle still playing them the first game of the year, Middle would have really handed it to him the other night. Um, so, I mean, it would have been worse than 23-3. to three. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 a tough for a guy come back his alma mater, Clark Lee, and and boy, he's got a lot. He's got a lot on his plate. And like I've said before, Monty, for decades, I, I feel sorry for the Vandy players. They're, 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 my experience with them, just not just the five years as a beat writer, but twenty five years helping cover them, uh, kind of uh, from the outside looking in. They're they're good kids for the most part. Now I know James Franklin brought in a bunch of thugs and hoodlums and a couple of them in prison and several others probably ought to be. But other than that, other than the Franklin years, uh, Vandy Vandy has good kids, just genuinely good 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 kids. And it's not their fault that they're not uh, SEC caliber football players. They they go out, they work hard, they try as hard as they can. But they're just it would the, the analogy I always use, Monty, it'd be like me fighting Mike Tyson. I'd go out and, and train and work all day and get up at four o'clock in the morning and run and spend the day in the weight room and when I got into the ring it would be one punch and, and the fight would be over. So that's what that's Vanderbilt's problems. It's that simple. They don't have the talent to compete on that on, on that level. 
Now, again, you go back to last Saturday's debacle. They should have the talent to compete against ETSU and those teams. That's that's the ones that are so painful. But as far as competing in the SEC, Monty, I, I think they get. I think that ship sails farther away on the horizon every year. I think Vanderbilt drifts farther and farther behind from the from the rest of the from the rest of the SEC. I just uh, it, it's, it's frankly it's probably been hopeless for years, and I don't see it ever the, the situation ever changing. No matter how many times they repaint the stadium or, or rearrange the, the deck chairs, uh, it's still the Titanic. Well, we'll move on and head over to the east and UT uh, to Knoxville. Um, you know, to their credit, they came out and kind of set the tone early. Uh, they beat a team that is that was probably the worst. Maybe may, they'll go down as maybe one of the worst that Tennessee will play. Uh, but they took care of their business. They didn't lay an egg, you know, like they've been known to do themselves. You know, the Georgia Southern. Although that would be kind of sliding Georgia Southern because they they were a lot better than <laughs> than Bowling Green is. But hey, you got a good start, you know. And I think most people who fought, who you know keep up with college football. I mean, it's well documented. They lost more players in the transfer portal than anybody. One of them was starting for Alabama the other day. One was running the football for Mac Brown. One was running the football for Oklahoma. So, I mean, they lost some really talented players. And, you know, it's just going gonna, gonna to take him a while to get his system in place. And I really think, you know, obviously um, their quarterback's probably going to be about average at best. So, I think that's going to be the number one um, item on his recruiting list has got to be recruiting a a, a a quarterback that can run his system. I'm the same way, Monty. I, I was disappointed in the quarterback. Like like our, our friend Boots Donnelly used to say, he looks so good getting off the bus. You know what is he? You know, six four, six five, two forty, two forty five, and you know just just solid muscle. You know, great muscle tone. And man, when you look at him walk out on the field, you you, you think. Well, they, they finally got it. They finally found a quarterback. But then he gets out there, and he, uh, you know, he 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 just not he, he didn't perform well. I, I know they won. They won big. The offense moved the ball fairly well. But it, people who know quarterbacking, and I, I I don't profess to, but I talk to people who do, uh, they were disappointed in him. They just, uh, I guess, there's a reason he he transferred. Somebody else didn't want him, so UT ended up with somebody else's warm leftover. Uh, but the UT fans' money, <clears throat> to be honest, I, I was a little, I've been a little surprised at the at the at the re- reaction, or the response, because they did win the game, they did move the ball, they did score score points. It wasn't wasn't pretty, but they did it, <clears throat> and they survived. But uh, but again, maybe the UT fan base money—they've been beat down so so bad for so long. It, it's almost like they, they hold their breath, waiting for you know for some for the next bad thing to to happen. But uh, but again, the, the response has been kind of uh, not kind of very lukewarm about it. Yeah. And I, I thought part of the reason, money, frankly, Bowling Green might be one of the worst, worst teams in the country. Maybe they were they are they are one of the worst, and they might be the worst. So I, I think UT. Uh, the, the fans were expecting a little more. I, I don't know. Uh, it just didn't seem like they, like, like they were were clicking. It just didn't seem like they were were really operating smooth smoothly on both sides of the football. And what it made it so so glaring, Monty, was later on in the day. Then when we get we began to watch other teams like like Bama and even you know Florida, Kentucky, even Kentucky. You know, an old mess last night. Man, you watch those teams, and they're, they're crisp. They they come out. They seem like they know what they're doing, and they go about their business, and you know, they make some mistakes. But it just it, it seemed like Tennessee, Monty, about a half a step behind. That they still weren't exactly sure what they were supposed to do or how to how to do it. So uh, that you know, I, I don't want to judge them too too harshly on one game right out of the box. This week will be a little better te- or much better test. Against yeah, Pitt, they, I think they're a, a, a fairly serious team. The UT ought to, ought to win the game, and then of course they got got Tech, which UT should be ashamed of, of scheduling two games like that, Bowling Green and Tech. But uh, but they did, so we'll, we'll see. But they got to get they got to take care of business, and they got a whole lot of things they need to improve on. Uh, probably starting with quarterback. He talked about what Coach Donnelly said in the. In basketball, my dad used to say uh, he's an all-airport team guy. 
<laughs> That's right. Boots probably stole that line from your dad, to be to be honest, Monty. Oh. But speaking of quarterbacks, man, I, I, we saw some good ones around the league. The Ole Miss kid last night, he he was super impressive. Kentucky, you know, he he lit the Kentucky's quarterback lit it up. Uh, and, and obviously, you know, Alabama, they're the, they're the most amazing story in college football, and Saban's probably the best coach in the history of the game but where do they keep coming up with these quarterbacks monty and and ut can't seem to find one under a rock anywhere it's just amazing that, that other other sec teams somehow go out and find these not just good quarterbacks super quarterbacks and and ut is up there you know trying to to get a, a transfer to, you know to, to to fit into the system I, I i just don't understand how ut is recruiting has got got so bad and how it, how it has stayed so bad over the years yeah i don't either but uh tell you alabama just looks like the same team they just got different names on the back of their jerseys and in fact marty already hearing you this might be be the best team they've had and we, we've said that for about what four or five straight years now yeah <laughs> well that's the best team they've ever had and the next year they come out and they look even better the next year it's just like i said marty i, I think saban is the best college football coach in history based on, on what he's done to get a team to the top. And not just Alabama, you know, before that he was successful. It wasn't like he just plopped down in Tuscaloosa and started the, the, the you know, the, the, the legacy there. He'd been a good, a successful women winning coach before. But to, to do this day and time, to do what he does season after season after season with different players and different coaches, coaching staffs and so forth, the turnover, uh, again, this day and time in college football, Monty, I didn't think it could ever happen. I thought a team would, uh, a coach could put a team together, you know, with two or three good recruiting classes and be at the top for maybe two or three, four years. And then when that class rotated out, you know, start bringing in new kids and start rebuilding. But it doesn't happen at Alabama. He, he, he graduates, you know, one bunch of All-Americans and Heisman Trophy winners. And the next year, he trots out more All-Americans and Heisman Trophy winners. It's just a... Uh, it's the most amazing thing I've seen in, in you know, 50 years of, of co- covering college football, what, what uh, Saban has done and continues to do at Alabama. All right, Larry, great to catch up with you again. Uh, enjoy this week. It's going to be nice. It's going to be fun, Monty. It's the the, the uh, uh, college football is underway. The NFL cranks up, and my favorite sport, NASCAR, is underway. So it's a, it's a, it's a good time to be, be around for a sports rider. That's right. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you, Marty. Okay. That's Larry Woody. Join us today. That'll do it for today's show. First Shot President Andy Herzer joins me tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.